Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Can you get Jamie? Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to The Neurodivergent Nurse, and I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it, but I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. Hello, all of my neurodivergent friends. I hope your April is treating you so well. Your spring is really starting off on a great foot. I went to the beach for a couple days. That was absolutely wonderful. Getting away was exactly what my brain needed and what my body needed. And it was just so wonderful. And while we're talking about vacation, don't forget, there is a trip coming up to Spain with me in October. I know it seems like that's kind of a long ways away, but it's not. You need to go ahead, sign up for it today so that you can get on the monthly payment plan so it just doesn't hit you all at once if you're anything like me. It's a super fun itinerary that is set up with walking tours, flamenco and tapas nights. There's a river cruise, a panoramic sunset cocktail, all the fun things of exploring new places. Even if you've been to Spain before, if you've been to these specific places, still go ahead and sign up because it's going to be here sooner than you know it and you don't want to miss out. And honestly, I don't want to miss out of you going with me. So let's go have a great time. I'm going to include the link in the show notes so you can go check the details and sign up. And right now there's still a deal going off. So you get $150 off of your trip. As I talked about in the last episode, you probably know I have gone around and around with the insurance company to prove that I actually need to take the ADHD medication that I have been on because the insurance company says, I think that these are some other medications that could be just as great for you because of that prior authorization and to prove the insurance company wrong, I have to go through two different medications before I'm allowed to take five ants again and the insurance company say, okay, sure, you're right. It worked for two years. It probably is the best thing for you. Well, whatever medication number two was that I had to try, it did not work. I was probably four days in and I sent my psychiatrist a message and I said, "Uh, listen up, this is terrible. My mood is very low. I'm having to take naps every single day. I am not motivated and my struggle is really, really high right now. Can we please do something else? So I'm on medication, actually number four, technically, and it's working a lot better right now. I'm not feeling so burnt out by just life in general. So here I am recording an episode and getting back to you. I haven't done this in a really long time, but I feel the need to give a shout out for all the Patreon and paid Instagram subscribers that support the Neurodivergent Nurse. Because even on my low days, you guys are so committed to me and to the Neurodivergent Nurse in general and help push me to keep showing up. So I want to give a shout out individually. So everybody get ready because the list is kind of long. So great big thank you to. Angela Ribeiro. I don't know if I pronounce these names right or wrong. So everybody, I'm so sorry. My last name's hard to pronounce too. Even my first name gets wrong sometimes and people call me Jammy instead of Jamie. It's all good. Ana Flores, Chloe Duff, Carissa Ramey, Dana Parnes, 
Lauren Howe, Chad Creates, Alyssa Barron, Lauren Campbell, Kelly Ferguson at the top, Josephine, Margaret Burns Vap, Kylie Wasichek, Erin Godwin Tess, Abby Illingsworth, Patty Poston, Ayu Lodenar Yolanda Sari. Woo, that's beautiful. Sally, Jacqueline Grace, Kai Wunsch, Casey Amber Chalker, Robbie Young, Brian Wu, Beck Danielle, Tom Broad, Angelique Hernandez, Annette Bonjour, Sarah Langston, Jesse, Bethany Chamberlain, Diane Scott, Stella Rogers, Nikki Holmes, Dora Sergai, Cher Wren, Sindel Christian, and my girl from Nursing Uncensored, Sia Gaz, Sarah Richardson, Kelly Eckroth, Scott G, Caitlin Sullivan, Natalie King, Alyssa King, Rochelle Pott, Dove Snow, and Robert DeSalsal. And over on Instagram, have some supporters, some paid subscribers, including Deanna DeBrigitte. I don't know. I'm sorry. That one, that one's definitely slaughtered. Susan Barber, Jody Anderson, Marianne Lynn Jensen, Kim Lechtuck, DM Crossen, Ashley Lynn Buckley, Jessica Lee Taylor. Mark Cano, which is my personal human version of Sunshine, Melissa, the ADHD lunchbox, Catherine Berry, which is a nurse that I had the pleasure of meeting when she was actually a nursing student. She's really freaking phenomenal. Then there's also Aaron Jones, Shannon Antman, Brian Jason Wu, who has been around since pretty much the inception of the neurodivergent nurse and is doing some great big things, and Amy Watch. So you can join too if you'd like to get bonus ADHD content. The one thing you are absolutely 100% sure to get is ADHD tip of the days every single day, which has been kind of fun. If you're at the highest tier of the Patreon account, then you also get bonus episodes at least two a month of this podcast, even when I do a bad job of putting out the public podcast. So that's a fun thing. Okay, so now we're going to get into this episode of The Neurodivergent Nurse. One of the things that I have noticed because the medication was not working as greatly was how loud my brain was. Also going through some personal stuff, which seems to happen all the time. And my mind is running away from me or else I have some issues going on with rumination and yada, yada, yada. My brain was just a little bit more loud than what I am used to which is a great segue into talking about the H in ADHD. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A lot of people chit-chat with me on Instagram and they are offended by the term ADHD versus ADD because they don't realize that hyperactivity doesn't just refer 
to physical hyperactivity. Although for me personally, sitting for long periods of times is just not that easy. But it's also very much connected to internal restlessness and a fired up nervous system. In itself, it's connected to emotional burnout. And we know that having a busy brain that runs at like one and a half times the speed of normal brains can really be a huge asset. I love coming up with new ideas, brainstorming, problem solving, matchmaking, all of this fun stuff. But with my brain running all the time, it has caused some major headaches over the years. Those things lead to overthinking and coming up with like the worst catastrophe ever. Those just don't help. With that being said, I know how exhausting it can be to live inside the head of someone with ADHD. I feel a bit more in control after learning and implementing techniques that can help calm my mind that just seems to always be racing. Here's a formula that I want to share with you through the research that I use that I found that is so, so helpful to help me relax and calm down that just speedy, speedy mind. The first thing you want to do is take action, any action. If we know that we have the tendency to live in our heads, then sometimes taking the smallest step forward can be enough to quiet our thoughts, our worries, and anxieties. Staying in the rumination zone leads to procrastination. It leads to perfectionism, guilt, imposter syndrome, or believing we're unable to do anything. But taking any action, any simple action, often leads us out of this zone. Action, in many ways, is the antidote to a busy mind. When our focus is away from our automated thoughts, we can pour more focus, love, patience, and creativity into the things that do matter. The more we access this, the less space we have to overthink negative thoughts. Number two, try to be more intentional with your thoughts. Guard your headspace. Pay attention to where you're focusing your mental energy. Set clear boundaries for emotional well-being. When we're not intentionally choosing the right thoughts, the negativity can quickly become our reality. And we begin attracting relatable scenarios to match what we're energetically absorbing. Number three, dismiss the thoughts that don't serve you. Just because it's in your head, it doesn't mean that you have to believe it. Make a conscious effort every day to return your brain to a neutral thought and avoid getting sucked in by the negative. Take five minutes in the morning before you check your phone, to do some meditating, breathing, or tapping to ground yourself and decrease reactivity. No matter what, don't allow a negative narrative to pull you off of your path and limit your success, whatever that may look like. Number four, notice your triggers. I have been preaching boundaries for so many months now, and I have on this podcast as well. So when noticing your triggers, you have to create mental boundaries to protect yourself from certain thoughts or beliefs that are not serving your highest good. The TV shows or channels we watch, including the podcasts we choose, the people that we engage with, and also the books that we read, can all inform our self-beliefs, which are sometimes in the negative. These combine to play a feedback loop to our brains that potentially make our ruminations even scarier. Take notice of the activities and the people that align with your values and contribute to inner peace. Magnetize yourself to only the stuff that creates positive energy, action, and change. If the other stuff fills you with dread, unpack it and decide if it's there to serve you or to shame you. Number five, commit to what makes you feel best. What makes you feel good? 
What would you do to improve your day? Whether it's a yoga class, singing, baking, exercising, dancing, chatting with a friend, whatever it is, try to incorporate one element of joy into your day to keep your mind in a more positive state. If you're unable to commit to a feel-good activity, think deep about where the push-pull is coming from and what areas of your life can be adjusted. Number six, resisting is not always the answer. Embrace and accept the way your brain works. Trying to put a full stop to your thoughts will never work. That's just the reality of our brains. That resistance often contributes to our internal battles and anxiety. In understanding our brains more, we empower ourselves to make conscious and aligned thought choices every day. Number seven, relax the body. Try this powerful technique of noticeably softening your body by recognizing where you're holding tension. Mine often stays in my shoulders, and I have a lot of neck and shoulder pain when I go to my massage therapist that needs to be worked out because of it. You can do this reset as many times as you need to help recalibrate and regulate your emotions. Physically shaking it off is another way to jolt your system out of it. I don't know if you've ever watched Grey's Anatomy, but whenever they had a really tough time, two of the main characters back in the day, Meredith and Christina, they would just have like a dance time, dance break, and they would just jump and dance. That's what I'm talking about. In all, any form of physical movement you enjoy is great for disengaging the brain from overthinking. It's wild to me that sometimes Grey's Anatomy gets it right. Number eight, attend to your restlessness. Could your inner restlessness be trying to tell you something? Do your thoughts and worries follow a pattern? Consider gently inviting them in for a change. Learning to sit with your thoughts and reconnect with your intuition can be especially valuable with ADHD in the picture. Our hypersensitivity and emotional dysregulation can sometimes lead us off course and plague us with self-doubt, which is why it's important to train the skill of recognizing when something feels right or wrong. Number nine. A sense of humor helps. Being able to laugh at ourselves can be a powerful tool towards self-compassion and kindness. A sense of humor removes the heaviness of a situation while offering commonality and interconnectedness. Develop your sense of humor and lightness by embracing your truth, learning to open up with vulnerability, and speaking with honesty. As always, I'm just going to remind you that while these tips and hacks, they certainly can help and they can help a lot. It is important for you to remember that dealing with ADHD, especially trying to make things better with an ADHD brain, it does require a lot of work. You have to carry around a toolbox at all times and know what tools to pull out and things that you try to make more of habits or to keep on your forefront of your memory. I hope this episode is one of those things that you will remember whenever you're having that fast racing brain and you just can't feel like you can calm it down that this is going to be in your toolbox that you can go back, that you can listen to again and think, oh yeah, these are the things that I need to do. Hope it helps. And I really hope that you have a wonderful week and I can't wait to talk to you again. 